All right. Uh, I don't know, Lucas. I feel like you can't say that Hitler had good points. I I don't know if that's okay to say, man. Like, (laughs) he had no good point. What good points did he have? Well, like, I'm not saying I said this, but remember Lou Holtz said Hitler was a great leader. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) he was not a good leader. Was that Mark May? No, it was Lou Holtz. It was Lou Holtz. He fucking lost. <laughs> and then he blew his brains out, too. Yeah. Or no, he took a... Did he take a cyanide pill? He took a cyanide pill and blew his brains out. He really... Uh, yeah, he made sure the, it was done. Yeah, roll, roll one of... Roll to a zombie land, the double tap. <laughs> he didn't He didn't want to do what uh, Javier Bardem's character in Skyfall had done to him. You know, like... Yeah, that, he... Uh, uh, yeah, he... Uh, he went and he killed. He ki- he he went and he did the deed, and then he picked up his own dog tags. God. Um, what an intro! I mean, that was a good intro. <laughs> uh, just for the record, I do not endorse Hitler. We are. I think it's. You're safe. really just gonna try to like not endorse Hitler instead of editing the pod. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're really gonna go. We're, I do we're, not endorse we're Hitler. Anti, we're an anti-Hitler and anti-Nazi podcast. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think we're it's official to announce that. Uh, welcome, everybody. It's going to be kind of a short pod. Really don't have much developing in the training camp for MSU. Uh, Spartanog has not watched the newest Hard Knocks episode. So we'll just catch up next week. Um, maybe just talk a week behind. I mean, we can talk the preseason, but, you know, it's the preseason. Uh, we'll start with MSU. Uh I mean, has anything really come out of training camp? I mean, I know we got the Keon Coleman quotes, which I'm pretty amped for. Um, I mean, other than that, has anyone really? I know there's. I know I've read that Peyton Thorne's doing pretty well, which is a big duh. But I don't know. Have you guys seen anything that maybe I'm missing? Uh, Trey Mosley has just been making circus catches after circus catches. Um, talk, they had a scrimmage on Saturday. Tucker said he liked what he saw. He liked the competitiveness on both sides, which like what coach is going to go. Yeah, we scrimmaged and we fucking suck. Um, <laughs> we're, we'll be lucky to go 500 this year. It's, it's like when Tom Izzo would say we practice really well. And then that, that next game, we would get absolutely shit pumped. Every time he said that, I swear that they got killed the next game. Yeah, I remember he. I remember he said we had a few good days of practice before that Minnesota game in 2020, where they just walked into that fucking ugly ass gym and got dog walked. Yeah, for 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whenever he says that, I'm like, I'm gonna watch, but I, I don't know what to think because he said that before the Michigan game, where Hunter Dickinson um, just absolutely demolished them. So that was like the kiss of death, but. Um, anyway, uh, we're about two and a half weeks out. We're, you know, two weeks from this Friday, we'll be tailgating, uh, right now, you know, we'll be, we'll be in the stadium watching, watching our, uh, our beloved Spartans just probably at this time be up. I'll say, I'll be generous and say seven, nothing against Western, um, driving down the field to make it 14, nothing pretty quickly. En route to a 49 to 14 victory over the Broncos. Um, sorry to those Broncos fans who listen to the pod. If, if there's any, uh, uh, you're basically just apologizing to Greg Gregory. So yeah. Greg, sorry, Greg, 
Yeah, sorry, Greg. I'll support you when, when Pitt comes to Kalamazoo, which I'm really tempted to go to that game because I can watch that game and then go home and watch um, Michigan State Washington. Like they, I think they play. I think it's like the perfect coordination of time. So I might grab a ticket to that one. Um, but the, I think the bigger news, you know, not the not huge news, but like the more interesting news out of camp so far has been Keon Coleman. Um, Keon Coleman, that, that's the tweet. That's all you have. Keon to do. Coleman. Keon Coleman. That's all you have to do. A Keon Coleman. Um, he has said something. It was along the lines of, uh, "It's not a 50-50 ball in his eyes." It, you know, Peyton can throw can throw it down the field to him, and he'll gra- he'll grab it 90 percent sure he'll grab it. So he said, "Was he did he say it was more of like a 90-10 ball?" Yeah, uh, he basically said he's the real life version of the "fuck it" X receiver down there meme. <laughs> he said he said he's down there somewhere in the quote. Yeah, yeah, like literally, yeah. like that's where it, those were his actual words. Um, you know, God bless Keon Coleman. Um, you know, he's in a great position this year where he's gonna get a lot more reps. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. he's he's gonna be, I think he's gonna be a big weapon in, in the slot. Um, because you know, Jane Reed and Trey Mosley, they're mostly they're mostly outside guys, right? They're the guys you throw the, they're, they're guys who like stick to the sidelines and are, and are, you know, kind of the medium to deep, deep ball thrower, deep ball route guys. And, you know, Keon Coleman can kind of be that, can kind of be that quick, uh, you know, between the hashes, uh, eight yard, eight yard slant route kind of receiver. Right. He, he can clean up in, situations where Mosley and Reed are being double teamed. Right. Exactly. Right. Where Jane Reed is double teamed. You know, he has that safety coming over to help. That's where Keon can kind of get lost in the middle of the field. Right. And can really do some damage. I mean, would he be third on the depth chart or am I missing someone? I mean, I'm thinking Reed Mosley. I know that they really like what they're seeing on Jeremy Bernard. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I I think think he's going to crack third yet. I think it's basically him and Montori Foster. Mon- yeah, I think I his poise. But I think his poised to have another great year. I mean, Jeremy Bernard, I think, is probably gonna end up getting redshirted. Okay. Which all in all is not the worst thing in the world. And you can burn it if someone gets injured. Right. And that's yeah. the nice thing about a football wet red shirt is that yeah. you can play in four, you can play in basically a third of the season and not burn it. Yeah. Does, does it have to be consecutive or can they sprinkle him in? Um, I thought, I thought there was a deadline. There's like a deadline and then there, it's like three games or like number of snaps. Or yeah, it's something. like a percentage or something. Yeah, it's like a percentage of offensive plays where if he plays in a certain percentage, the red, he burns the red shirt. Ooh. Oh, wait a minute. Red shirt – there's a couple different in 2018. Yeah, up to four games. Currently, the round. Yeah, there's a couple different articles saying. Yeah, it looks like it is four games, but it doesn't say, like, yeah, if there's a deadline or anything. That's what I'm trying to figure out. So yeah, I mean, you know, if we need them, we need them. Right. You know, but 
you know, that I think the wide receiver room is probably one of the, is probably the second strongest room in the football building right now behind the linebacker room. Yeah. Cause you have that mix of experience and talent. Um, so yeah, I mean, Keon Coleman, what else do you have to say? Nothing. Keon Coleman, come on the pod. Oh yeah. Um, we don't have a budget, <laughs> but you know, I remember Kenneth Walker asked for like $1,500 for like 15, 20 minutes. Thought about it. We thought, thought about, about it. it. <laughs> I'm like, I can't really explain that disappearing from the bank account. <laughs> Keon, Keon also just came out with another quote. It says, uh, my biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Keon Coleman, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what that was like for you all to see something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> he gives me not to the extent that like Antonio Is Brown Antonio is. Brown a Mormon? <laughs> because he believes Jesus was in America. Because that's like the Mormon's whole thing. Was like Jesus came to America uh and was like Native Americans, like you're sinners. I'm gonna turn your skin red. Uh, and then I'm also going to hide a third testament in, in golden plates. That's like yeah, the whole did, thing. What did Stan say in that one episode? He thought Native Americans were white people and that Jesus lived in Jefferson County, Missouri. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to South Park uh, turning 25 this, this past oh, week. Wow. They had, speaking of Red Rocks, did you see that Trey Parker and Matt Stone did like a live concert at Red Rocks? That's so cool. It was very funny. They had somebody there, didn't they? Yeah, they had, uh, they had Primus, who does the theme song. Yeah. But they had like a band too, I think. Yeah, they had like, yeah, they had like a whole band and they did like Gay Fish and like. Yeah, Orchestra was behind them singing Gay Fish. Yeah, that was funny as fuck. Book Book of Mormon's coming to Kalamazoo, so I know they're not going to be there, but. I that just makes me think about how pumped I am for that. Yeah, they had Rush. Oh, they had Rush there too. Yeah. Wow. That's that's a lot of pull. That's, that's that Par- that's Paramount Plus money right there. That's the Paramount <laughs> Plus money going to work. That deal they got was absurd. Yeah. I mean, they can just coast to retirement and they probably have the clause in there that they can end the show whenever they want. I mean, I think you have that much power. Because South Park is the reason Comedy Central is still around, in my opinion. Probably. I think, I think that's a fact. That is a fact. That's it would have been exactly. Chappelle's show if it stayed around longer, too, but it's South Park. Um, oh, Keon Coleman. Yeah, Keon Coleman. Keon Coleman, Keon by, Coleman. by the way. Um, I'm, I'm excited. You forgot. I think he's going to pop in the first game against Western. I I think he's going to catch a long touchdown. I'm going to I'm gonna put, put that out there into the uh, universe. Yeah. I think I'm I think Jane Reed's gonna eat eat Western alive. I think Peyton Thorne's gonna have a huge day against the Broncos, but yep. we'll we'll talk more about what we want to see and all that in uh, two weeks. I just hope his dad doesn't ground him. <laughs> What's that from? I oh oh Jesus! You are talking about Jeff Thorne? Yeah. yeah, who follows me on Twitter? So I'll be nice to him. <laughs> uh, I I just asked him to follow me, and he did, which was really surprising. Nice. Uh, Still, still trying to ask uh, Dylan's dad to follow me on Twitter, but it's not working. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that's really all that we have for MSU this week. Um, Basketball-wise, I mean, people are trying to stir the pot because Draymond Green got married this weekend. 
Um, did you see that spread that he had of like just marijuana? Those blunts were so blunt. fat. That's disgusting. I reported it to the FBI. Thank you. Thank those you. are God. those were, I think, the <laughs> fattest blunts I have ever seen. <laughs> they were like cigars. They were, but they were like pure, yeah, like Cali Kush. They were they were marijuana cigars for sure. Yeah. Um, and people were spreading. I think it's fake news. I don't think it's going to happen. I would be it'd be awesome, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, a picture of LeBron James with Tom and Lupe Izzo. And that that basically just had you know Stephen kind of got the shaft on that one. By the yeah, way, yeah, he did. I mean, Pete, and then it just spread the rumors of people like doing clip click miracles. Will Bronny James signed with Michigan State? No, no. There's like Bronny's a- Bronny's a 23 kid, right? He's yeah. 23. He's yep. like he's like one of the only like top 23 kids without an offer, right? He's going to Oregon. It looks like. Really, LeBron shut. I mean, LeBron shut it down. But usually, when they say like, "Oh, nothing's nothing's certain yet, nothing's happened yet," when you hear when it happens, you'll hear it from him. It, it's probably already done. Nike's on the wow. That's a big L, L for that's a big L for Calipari after like starting a flame war with Mark Stoops, <laughs> <laughs> like losing losing Bronny James to losing Bronny James to fucking Oregon. That's a big L for Calipari. Like, I mean, would it be sick if 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 Bronny came to MSU? Absolutely, and I mean, it would probably mean every game, almost every game, is on national TV. I would love it for the clout get. Yeah, I mean, for the exposure would be awesome. I mean, it would probably boost recruiting. Here's a question more, because I'm an more. idiot. Here's a question for you, Carter, because I'm an idiot. Yeah, is Bronny James good? He's right. definitely a lot better than he used to be. Like, he's improved a ton. I think. Back then, you know, he was just LeBron's son and kind of looked at as that, but he wasn't a spectacular prospect, but he's gotten a lot better. I mean, he's a top 100 kid. I still, I think still like top 40, 50. Um, I don't know if that's on name alone, but there's a lot about his game. Like he's an improved athlete, real good on defense, um, can shoot it pretty well. Uh, very good passer. So, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot there um, that I think, especially like at Oregon, who's pretty good at you know, developing players, I think it'd be a good spot for him. I think he's a, like a decent, he's like a solid prospect. He's not like up there with a lot of the big 23 guys, but um, I'll check like where he's ranked. Uh, but on 247, yeah, I mean, I think he's he's like decent. He's ranked at 49. Okay. Uh, so. right. I mean, at one point, Xavier Booker was uh, some, someplace Xavier Booker still in like the 90s. They got to update that. Yeah, that's fucking dumb. I mean, it'd be cool to get him, but yeah, I think Nike's already got him on the payroll over in Oregon. Not illegal. No. Um, Yeah, I I mean, I just wanted to bring that up. Um, We could just touch on that. I mean, besides that recruiting, I don't think really much is going on right now. I think we're pretty set, and it's going to be a fun couple years for us. Um, I think 23 is done. Yeah, I think 23 is over with. they're starting to talk like Sheehan was talking to some guy about 24 on uh, locked on. Uh, Sheehan, we love you. We got to get you back on here, please. Uh, I know you're busy, but we can make it work. Please, please make it work with us, baby. Um, I will buy you a hot and ready. Um, make sure, I'll buy it online and make sure it's at a location near your house. You can del- they deliver now. We'll see yeah, I'll, I'll do a DoorDash to your house. Like, I'll go that far. Uh, 
I I want to do a little bit of bitching about the NFL for a second. We can touch into preseason and like talk about the Lions and, and the Falcons and I don't care about the I don't care about Rams preseason. I don't, but um I still disrespectful to the Bryce Perkins game. I'll I'll touch on that. Uh <laughs> So the NFL, um, so our, I collect those arcade games, those arcade one-up games. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying to sell the ones I have right now to buy newer ones later this year when they go on sale, like cheap sale. And on Monday, arcade one-up announced an NFL Blitz game. Um, includes three games, like basically the three that were in the arcades. And, like, what's really cool is there's online play, like legit like online multiplayer, not just like leaderboards and all that. Um, but the, the one problem that I have is that the fun part about NFL blitz was the over the top, I guess you'd call it violence. I mean, the over the top late hits like suplexes, power bomb tackles and all that. Like after the play, you could mash the button and like your whole team would just go after the ball and try to tackle people. It was just fun. And, um, People were asked about that on Monday because I came home on my lunch break to watch the announcement. And the owner and creator of the Arcade One Up franchise was like, the NFL specifically said to us, no violence in the game um, or we're not doing it, which I mean, it's fair. I mean, and I get that, you know, you want to reflect your image on what you are today, but I mean, in my opinion, I think if they marked the game up a little bit more and said, you know, a good portion of the proceeds are going to go towards starting a player health fund to take care of our former players who like, you know, like in concussion, that one former Steelers linebacker was in the back of his van, poor, homeless, and he was pulling his teeth out and putting them back in using super glue like that, like their brains are rotting and they don't take care of their guys post-retirement but yet we're sitting here bitching about an arcade game from the nineties. And I just wanted to bitch about that. And, and I just felt maybe I'm, maybe I'm going a little crazy or over the top with it, but it's just something that I feel like the NFL once again is kind of misguided on. It's kind of like that thing, like, you know, Deshaun Watson might not get a full year suspension, but a guy makes a single or makes a parlay bet and gets a whole season suspension. I just, I just think it's another stupid example how the NFL is like misguided. And I mean, if you put in the game, like at the beginning, when you turn on, like, Hey, this is from the nineties. Like we did things differently then we're different now, you know, here's, but like, you know, here's the game as it was. I think that would have been cooler. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just like old man yells at cloud right now to you guys, but I, I don't know. Am I, am I being crazy by like, complaining about a game a stupid video game being altered that much yeah 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 <laughs> okay i mean it's 600 bucks so i'm not going to pay 600 bucks for it so i'll just wait for it to be on sale yeah it's 600 dollars because plywood ain't cheap apparently there is uh, way better things you can spend 600 dollars on <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, I'm gonna wait for it to go on sale. I'm not buying it right now because everyone and like they, you can buy a custom stool for it with your team on it, and they're selling the Rams one as well as everyone else for a hundred bucks. I'm like, that is just 
I, I cannot believe that. Like all anything to make a dollar, I guess. Um, whatever. That's just that's arcade talk for the week. Um, so what did you guys watch? The I mean Carter. Obviously the Falcons overcame the Lions, and uh, you know David Blau fumbled the game away. But uh, what you did you guys watch the preseason at all? Uh, I was there. Oh, you were really? Yeah, I was in Detroit. My dad has a friend who has uh, box seats, so we were up there. Carter Thomas. Cool. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I had I had a good time. Uh, my dad and I were there. Uh, we were drinking at the game, and then went downtown Detroit, drank some more. So that was pretty fun. I had a good time. Um, I'll let you guys. I'll let you talk about your thoughts on the game. If you watched it, Spartan Dog, before I go. I, I did not. I uh, okay. I went to go see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Patron, by the way. I'm a patron. Um, for Bodies, <laughs> Bodies, Bodies. Uh, the... I don't put much stock into the preseason, especially the first preseason game. Um, but I know just based on, like, based on, like, the game, the footage I have seen, um, you know, even though David Blau looked better than Tim Boyle in a ton of stretches, mm-hmm. um, David Blau's probably not going to be on the 53-man roster. He'll be practice squad. Yeah, if I had yeah. to guess. Oh. Um, you know, I, like, it's hard to put stock in the preseason. Mm-hmm. It's like the first string players don't really take it that seriously. Um, you know, it's mostly like the deep roster guys that are like gonna play in like extremely specific circumstances. It just is what it is. Um, based on the footage I have seen, I think Dan Campbell called a good game, which is promising. Um, is he calling the plays? I believe he's still calling the plays. Yes. Really? Yeah. I believe he's still the primary play caller. Um, you know, I think, I think, you know, that first drive when all of the starting 11 was out there, looked awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, the preseason's the preseason. So, uh, would it be nice? Would it, would it have been nice to like not lose on a fumble? Yeah, but I'm not gonna like. The Lions went four and zero in the preseason. The year they went zero and sixteen. So, what like what do you like? I don't. I cannot possibly care about the preseason. Right, like the Rams went zero and three in the preseason last year, won the Super Bowl. Like it's it's just for rosters. That that's all this is for. But it's cool to see football back. I mean, I watched a little bit of it, but. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing to like really get emotionally involved in. And like, I just loved how Tony Dabrowski was like melting down over it. And then like six minutes later, guys, it's preseason. We got to overcome this. Like, okay, thank you, Tony. Appreciate that, buddy. So Great. Carter, what'd you think of your Falcons? Um, so we got there a little bit late. Um, we I didn't see all of that first drive where it was the first team Lions offense and Falcons first team defense. The defense got shredded down the field. Um, I think that's a little bit more of a testament to the Lions offense because it seems to be clicking. Uh, Swift had some good runs. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown got open. 
Goff looked sharp. Uh, so for what it's worth, I mean, I think, you know, the first team will probably give teams this season. I don't know how many games will result in wins for the lions, but um, I mean, I, I think they'll give them fights. Um, I was actually really encouraged with the drive uh, that the Falcons had right after that. Uh, Mariota used his legs a lot and partly it was because the offensive line was, was bad and was collapsing quickly. Um, but I mean, it's, it's definitely a, a better element to have this year behind the line, like with quarterback with before when you had Matt Ryan, where he's not going to run it that well, you have Mariota and also Desmond Ritter. My, um, my, my, my thoughts have been well documented on Desmond Ritter on this podcast, but what I will say is he impressed me pretty he impressed me pretty thoroughly uh, th- for that game because Mariota and the starters played the first series. And then after that, it was backups the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, but I, he looked like he had a really good command of the offense. He was changing plays at the line. He was recognizing um, defensive setups and things like that. He looked good with his legs. He was hitting his receivers uh, when they were open. Um, made a couple mistakes as a r- rookie's going to. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, I think he looked solid. Um, I don't know if he's the quarterback of the future or anything like that. It wouldn't be really fair to say after one preseason game, but he, what he had to do was go out there and look solid. And that's pretty much what he did. And that last, the last play, like the last play, the fourth and nine touchdown was definitely a lot of luck, but it also was a fair amount on him keeping that play alive. So it's kind of like you say, like, you know, you can't put a ton of stock into it, especially because the main guys aren't going to play, but for, you know, Ritter, who's competing for the starting job as much as he can. Um, and for guys who are fighting for roster spots, I think that's kind of what you pay attention to. And also, I mean, it's hard. It sucks to, you know, have to give him credit on this podcast. But Aiden Hutchinson looked incredible. He really did. He was looked in the backfield good. every single play. Looked like a great athlete. Had an impressive tackle for loss. Was just continually getting in the backfield. Drew a holding penalty. Uh, I hope Young Gravy fucks his mom. Um, I'm over I'm over the eye black. Like I'm over it. He's sorry. gonna be he's gonna be featured on hard knocks. Like, yeah, you don't, yeah. Like week. I'm sorry. I'm over it. Like that's fine. You wanna do the young you wanna do the eye black when you're like the hot shot, like captain of the defense in college. Whatever. You're a fucking rookie. You're pond scum. Like you're <laughs> bottom of the totem pole. The only thing that separates you from like any other defensive end in the league is like you got a high signing bonus. 22 like, mil. Whew. Yeah. And the one, the other guy with the other rookie was like, uh, my signing bonus was 100K. <laughs> oh, Malcolm Rodriguez. Yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah. He's yeah, the awesome. linebacker from oh, Oklahoma State. He, I'm not giving away hard knocks, but man, it's got some stuff on him. Um, I'm rooting for that kid so fucking hard. He's yeah, they're player. they're focusing on him so much because he's gonna get he's he's gonna get cut. He's he's making to, the team. Oh, uh, um, he's oh, excellent. Yeah. I, oh, he's I excellent. Think, I think they're focusing on someone who is going to get cut, and we've already discussed him. Um, I don't want to give it away, but I think they found the person to focus on. Okay, here's a hint. He fumbled the game away. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I think they're yeah. focusing on Blau. Probably a pre- yeah, Cuz they brought they're bringing the wife in and all that. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I'll leave it at that. I yeah. think that's that's the guy you zero in on. Mm. Um, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, I think- Malcolm Rodriguez, I 
<clears throat> paid attention to him during the pre-draft process, and he is very good. Uh, and he looks, you know, he's he's hitting guys in practice. He was he's very so good mental. in the preseason game. He definitely looks better than Jared Davis does. I mean, I saw a tweet that was like, which of these two linebackers, which looks like a former first round pick and which yeah. looks like a sixth round pick. And it's like, Oh, Hey, uh, you guys want to play? You guys want to play, play a new game. I just invented. All right. <laughs> I am going to read you a stat line and you have to tell me whether or not this team won or lost the game. I'm not going to tell you the player. Okay. Okay. But you have to guess. Okay. This player went four for five with a homer, a triple, oh, no, or I RBIs. I won't. <laughs> I'm guessing the I'm guessing the team lost the game, and I'm they guessing lost. I know which player it is. I know. Yeah, go team. ahead and guess which player. I'm guessing that's Shohei Otani. Shohei. That is yeah. show. That is Shohei Otani. Yeah, the biggest. Oh he's hitting five twenty six over his last five games. The Angels <laughs> lost eleven to seven. We have a modern day Babe Ruth and. Well, better than Babe Ruth. We have a modern day, like miraculous player. And we have a modern day. We have a modern day Babe Ruth and a modern day Lou Gehrig and a modern yeah Mickey Mantle Lou Gehrig yeah yeah and they're fucking and they lose every game. There's nothing <laughs> their, else. Their yeah. careers are going to. Mike Trout's been there for ten years. He's going to be wasted. Like, why couldn't he just go sign with the Phillies or someone like something fun, something different? Like, yeah, it's L.A., but like. Who fucking cares? It's not even LA. It's Anaheim. Go put on a Dodgers uniform. That would be fucking insane. Um, Your fan base are Disneyland cast members. <laughs> drove by that stadium when I was in LA for a honeymoon. Shout out Anaheim. Um, yeah, it was like in the middle of like a. It was it was a weird spot to me, but whatever. Um, yeah, I can't get over that with the Angels. Um, have we? Did we we talked about Alavila got fired last week, right? Yeah, we talked about it. Okay, yeah, we talked about it. Um, and did you see that stat line? The Tigers are on pace to be worse than um, forty three and one nineteen. That that team, the the, the all three team. Yeah, yeah, the all three team. Yeah, like the offense is like 30, 40 points worse. Well, Javi Javi Baez has Sucks. been uh, like like inconceivably bad. That, disappointment like, is an undersell. When you sign, when you I sign a player, when you sign Javi Baez, you know that you're not gonna get an. You know you're not gonna get a guy who's gonna go to. Who's gonna get? You know he's gonna go through weeks where he like doesn't hit. Yeah, but like he, I mean, outside outside of the walk off in game one, what has he really done? Like. Mm-hmm. He hit that pitch that was on the ground like it was cricket, and everyone shit their pants over it. Oh, yeah, and then he did it again, and he flew out. Yeah, I mean, who fucking cares? Like, but and what really pisses me off is that there's rumors rumbling that Correa is going to opt out, and they're going to do nothing about it. Yeah, I mean, at that I'd be thinking about just taking that dead money with Baez and being like. Or switch positions, like you're gonna play something else. We're bringing Korea in, like, uh, we're, we're uh, gonna... uh, shit, what the fuck? You just want me to uh, sign, uh, two fucking uh, short stops? I guess they'll just have to like increase the hot and ready price or something. Uh, uh, uh is fucking you think I'm fucking big baller over here? 
<laughs> oh, I, it's going to be so aggravating when Cray's a free agent again. And like, it would just be nice for Chris Elch to be like, I fucked up this bias thing. I want to do this to make it right. So, well, no, he didn't guy, fuck it up. Alavila fucked it up. He could spin it like that. Like, do I, did I encourage the bias signing? No. We're gonna... Did I burn that? Did I burn that house down in downtown Detroit that I've been trying to buy for four years? <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna come out like Kendall did at the end of season two of Succession. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's gonna be aggravating to watch him be a free agent again. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not looking forward to that. But it's not like the Tigers are going anywhere anytime soon. I mean, this rebuild is gonna take years and. I can't wait. I'm really We're still rebuilding. It's still happening. Rebuild. It's well, yeah, it's going to be a decade plus. I mean, I'd say the rebuild started officially when JV got traded because they were a game away from the playoffs in 2016. They blew that um that weekend series where they I think if they won like one game, they were in the playoffs and they got swept by the Marlins. Um like yeah, I think it's a, it's a six year of a rebuild, and we'll probably be like I said in the tenth year before I think things really start to turn around. But I mean, Hinch is probably gone at that point. I wouldn't be surprised if a team came up to him, or you know, a team offered him a me- mega deal, and he just like tr- tried to buy out his contract in Detroit. Kind of deserve it, but um, I honestly think he wants to go back to Houston. I do um, too. He talked about yeah when they were in Houston. He talked about how much he loved it there. I think Dusty it, Baker is their manager right now. Who's, he's doing great. He's doing great, but he's Man. pretty old. So I mean, if they and and they have a chance to win the World Series this year. So Dusty, they even the Astros and Dusty could win and the World Series and I, retire. I hope and then, he wins one. I hope then they, Dusty Baker wins one. He deserves one. He's he an all time great manager. I really love Dusty Baker. I was gonna say that wasn't him in 2019. Was that Dave? Martinez or whoever it was when the Nationals won it, was it? Yeah, Dusty? Was, I think it was Dusty. Was it Dusty? I thought it was Dave Martinez. I thought it was Dave, Dave Martinez too. Dave Martinez was the Nationals manager. Yeah, when they won the World Series. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Dusty managed the Astros. He's been managing them all from 2020. So who ran them? Who ran Hinch. the Astros? This is great radio. Hinch. Hinch Before was Dusty. Was Hinch. Hinch. Yeah, Hinch was there in 2019 because that was when the cheating shit started. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. 20, that's right, because yeah, the Nationals kicked their ass in that in the World Series. Um, right. That was after that was after Altuve fucking pimped that fucking pimped that homer. Yeah. That clinched the ALCS. And yeah, everyone was like, how did he hit that fucking ball? And that's when the cheating shit started. Yeah, Dusty yeah. Baker um got fired after 2017. Yeah, so, so he's Dave gone Martinez for two years. Yeah. Um, and Dusty Baker probably should have won the World Series in 2002, and he pulled Russ Ortiz way too early in Game 6. I don't remember that because I'm a Barry Bonds fan, so I watched that game. And he pulled him way too early, and the Giants blew it and obviously blew Game 7. Um, anyway. Has Barry Bonds ever won a World Series? Did he no. win one with Pittsburgh? Nope, never won a World Series. I think they made the NLCS a couple times, but I think that's as close as they got. Um, And shout out all-time – one of my all-time favorite videos is Jim Leland just cussing out Barry Bonds. That gets circulated every time Jim Leland's kind of back in the news news, uh, for anything. It's pretty cool to see that from him. 
just like I don't give a fuck who you are. Just be, just be, uh, just be on this team. Be one of my guys. Um, uh, I think we're pretty good. I mean, I think we're done. But uh, real quick, a really good movie on Peacock, Black Phone. Um, little suspense, like slash, a little bit of horror in it. Um, Ethan Hawke's in it. Um, that's probably about the only big star. Made a lot of money for a horror movie, but it is on Peacock for free. Really, really good movie to spend about an hour forty five minutes watching. It, I thought I was impressed. And did did either of you guys watch Old? No, I did not watch Old. I have not seen it. It if you have HBO Max, give it a shot. It, it there's some crazy ass shit that happens in that, and the Shyamalan twist is like, what is it? Does this guy get high now, or like just snort a line of coke and just come up? with with this like this one is 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 just amazing i was blown away by how how crazy it was that he came up with it um but it was an interesting movie i i thought it was worth watching i was surprised um, finally saw nope in theaters yeah Banger. what do you think i loved it there was a box article that someone sent to me that really helped me kind of process kind of some of the bigger themes and, and messaging yeah. Um, really enjoyed it. I thought Daniel Kaluuya was great. I thought Kiki Palmer was incredible. They were a good yin and yang. Yeah. Um, bodies, bodies, bodies. Just absolutely. I cannot recommend bodies, bodies, bodies enough. See, that trailer did not look good. It is. It The trailer kind of, the trailer does it an injustice. No, because, it's a bad trailer. Um, But it, it's very, like, it's like very, it's the satire is very heavy mm-hmm. and you can't really convey that in like a two minute trailer where you're also trying to sell it as a, as like a slasher, like whodunit, um, but it's very, very sad. It's very heavy satire. Okay. Um, just everyone is, everyone is on fire. Uh, just like on all tens, especially Rachel Senat. Well, which like if you were on Twitter in the mid 2010s, you know Rachel Senat. She was like a, she was a big presence on Twitter. She's um, awesome. She's so funny. She's so funny in this movie. Uh, Lee Pace is great. Um, Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think you should leave cameo at the end. Is it? Uh, is it a good one? It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's is not it Patty Tim? Harrison. It's not Tim. It's not Tim or Patty Harrison. Okay. All right, I might have to go watch. That's right. I remember you told me that, and I'm like, oh, I still need to watch this movie. Is um, it the same? I think you should leave cameo as everything everywhere. No, it is okay. not Detective. It is not Santa Claus. Okay, it's not, it's not um, Biff Whiff. Okay, Biff Whiff. Huh? Now you got me really thinking who it's going to be. Yeah. Um, oh, and before we leave, Ted Lasso. I'm two episodes left, and man, I I don't know why I didn't listen to you guys. I mean, I listened to you guys to watch it, but I don't know why I didn't listen sooner. It's such a good, it's a great show. Like, what do you think of Nate? I think I, I think I vaguely remember Twitter going off about him when the season ended and don't tell me what happens, but I think he's going to have, his head's going to get bigger and bigger and he's going to leave. He's going to, he's going to leave for a head coaching job. And I wonder if season three is like the final season is like where he's going to fuck up or something like Richmond plays him and just absolutely works him or like they play them for a league championship or something. Um, 
I like Nate a lot, but I think they're setting him up to be a villain. Because they, they, huh? It, the show has cleaned up at like every TV awards, right? There is. I mean, and like everyone's good. Like I, I hated Jamie, but I like him. Like I don't mind him. Anymore. I love Jamie. Once you got to know about how shitty his situation with his dad was and everything, like, and him starting like they 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 decided to make him not just a, a big dickhead. Like it, it made the show better when he came back. And Roy Kent, man, that's one of the better characters I've seen in a TV. Roy fucking Kent. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. He's there. He's here. He's everywhere. He's Roy Kent. Um, yeah, and, and Nate, I don't know, something's off with him. He he rubs me the wrong way. Ever since that whole ever since obviously the part where he took over to coach the team, like that. Yeah, something, something's gonna happen. I'm sure I'm gonna watch it like Friday or Saturday night. And I'm gonna be like, you talk to you guys, man. What the fuck, Nate? <laughs> I thought. I mean, I thought Beard was gonna do something, but I think Beard's too loyal. Did and, you get to the Beard episode? Yeah, that was a good. Episode. I love that episode. Yeah, I love Coach Beard. Coach Beard's the best. Go to like a club and like dance. Yeah, like just let loose. You know what I mean? That's what like Cassie I was saying. I'm like, makes you just want to go have fun, <laughs> even though obviously it wasn't a fun time for him. But you know. It got better as it went on, but I love when he goes to that we- that lady's house who like fixes his pants, and then like her boyfriend hunts him down just to give him his wallet and phone back. <laughs> I'm like, that guy's so sweet. Didn't want you to leave without these. I've been looking for you all night. <laughs> just beats the shit out of those guys trying to hurt him. Um, yeah, the last episode was uh, Rebecca's dad's funeral. I like that one too. And Rupert like giving her more shares of the team. And, um, yeah, and that, that's where I'm at with it. And like Jamie confessed his dying, undying love for Keely. And then Roy Kent's like, I'm just sticking around with you. I love you, Keely. Keela. Kill. Yeah. Keela. I wouldn't, I don't, I don't want to keep this in any longer. Keely. <laughs> I, I still love you. Um, you make, you make them sound like that lice from that episode of South Park. <laughs> Keely. Keely. Okay. <laughs> the love of you as well as our unborn baby. Baby. <laughs> I love I that's a good episode, Loki. Mr. President, we have a situation. Uh okay. <laughs> Mr. Vice President. <laughs> um I think we're good. Uh next week we have a very special guest. Carter worked his magic and got him to I tease him twice, so third time's a turn. Um, we're gonna- yeah, I'm gonna start calling. I'm gonna start calling him Chad Latz if he bails a third time. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have Blueprint Trev on Trevor on Twitter at Trevor IDK. Uh, we're gonna talk Michigan, Michigan State. You know that he's he's a, a family member of the defending Big Ten champions in football, and he's just a cool dude. He's a, he's a good friend of ours, so we'll. We'll have him on. And then the next weekend, the, the, the pod before the season starts, we're going to have our old friend, one of our first guys on the pod, Maddie Meh. He's coming on. Um, one of our brothers, our friends, our family. He made it on lockdown before any of us, by the way. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. A couple no times. Comment. That's sort of the first, like, if Sheehan comes on with us, I'm going to be like, um, I just have hey, what the fuck? <laughs> when are we coming on lockdown? He's just going to, like, He's he's gonna just spin it the be- like like a, like he would an ad for um no free has like an ad for Bilt Bar or something he's just gonna <laughs> he's gonna leave like 
like uh, Masalam saying we're going to come on um, uh, Spartan Do- the Spartan Dog for Life show. Yeah, I mean, it's never happening, my guy. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, it's never happening, but you know, if, if Justin Thin will accept my apology, maybe we have a shot. Um, I appreciate your. I appreciate you um, thinking that's even viable. Um, I just don't want to get. I just don't want to get like T Bone coming out of the parking lot by by Braylon Edwards. <laughs> That's a great way to end the pod. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> like, uh, oh man, there's a there's a show I'm thinking of where that happens, like in a parking lot, or like it, I'm I'm trying to weave it into like uh, Braylon in his car, and he's like, I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. <laughs> yeah, he's too drunk. Um, it's like uh, there's fucking there's more empty bottles of Hennessy. In the back seat of Braylon Edwards' car, <laughs> that there is, than there is in, than there is in the dumpster of every strip club in North America. Dang. There's more empty bottles in the back of, of liquor in the back of Braylon's car than that Bud Light truck that spilled over last week. Oh yeah, topical yeah. humor. Um, all right, well, we're gonna sign off for the night. Everybody, uh, we'll have more content next week. A little bit of a little bit of a doozer or snoozer this week, but it was still fun. Uh, fellas, go green. Go white. Go white.